Hey, lovely. You are listening to the Goddess Glow Up podcast, where we talk feminine self-care and self-investment to become the confident, thriving queens we are meant to be. Now, today we have a very special guest who I was so excited to bring on the show. Her name is Leah Pappas. Leah is a licensed esthetician and 11-year beauty vet. She specializes in helping women and men, (laughs) no face left behind, achieve their skin goals. And today, she's coming through with some serious gems on getting that beautiful summer glow that we are all craving right about now. So break out a pen and paper because you're going to want to take some notes on this one. Here's Leah. Hey, Leah. Welcome to the show. Hello. It's so good to be here. Thank you for coming on. I'm really excited because I haven't done any like beauty type of topics yet. And um, I know that with me having gone for my first waxing on my Brazilian last week, um, <laughs> an esthetician came on and made a comment underneath the video. And I was like, oh, cool. She's an esthetician. What exactly is that? And I kind of like went into this whole like hashtag search through all of Instagram and everything like that. And that's when I posted that post about wanting to talk to a skincare expert. And so here you are. And I'm so happy to have you on because I have no idea still. Also, I have some type of idea, but I'm not really too clear on what exactly an esthetician does. Um, And like what's the difference between an esthetician and a dermatologist that type of thing but before we even get into that because i am definitely going down a tangent i wanted to ask you one random question first all right (laughs) if you were dropped on an island and you could only eat one thing one thing every day for 90 days what would that thing be if i could only eat one thing yeah oh man Well, if I'm by myself, I'd probably just eat bread the whole time. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one, I guess. I was not expecting that. <laughs> You'll definitely stay full and fatten up. <laughs> that's funny. I know that's so random and that, like, I had not told you at all that I'd be asking you this random question, but it's just, like, this thing that I think I want to start incorporating to kind of like <laughs> break the yeah, ice and just like, do something like weird yeah the practical side of me wanted to say like an avocado or something right you know, full of good nutrients <laughs> but I'm like <laughs> in a purely hypothetical situation let's just bre- eat bread for three months <laughs> <laughs> you would not be recognizable after those three months I know that that much, (laughs) but then you'd probably be really angry if you just ate avocado for 90 days straight. Oh yeah. That didn't sound too great. Might be overwhelming to eat anything for 90 days straight. Oh yeah. I mean, I could kind of like do tacos for close to 90 days straight (laughs) Uh, and then I'd never eat them again. Probably not. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks for answering my really random and weird question. Anyway, to get on topic now. <laughs> um, yes, tell me where you are currently working, um, how long you've been in this field, and what kind of got you into it. All right. So I have been in the beauty industry for 11 years. 
I started off as a makeup artist working with a prestige makeup line. And then I just fell in love with the skincare side of it. I decided I wanted to explore that more deeply, got searching. I, at that time, wasn't super familiar with what an esthetician was, but I realized that that's what I wanted to be. And so I pursued the degree. I started working on that. So what an esthetician is, is a skincare professional, but there's so much more. So there's a lot of estheticians will either cover everything or they'll pursue one thing. So as an esthetician, you can be a laser technician and do laser hair removal and work with lasers to help with pigment in the face. You can be a waxing specialist. You can be an eyelash artist. You can do all sorts of different things as an esthetician, but essentially, um, an aesthetic is something that's beautiful. Mm. So it's just being, it's just beautifying. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't so, know why I hadn't made that uh, connection before. That's really trippy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I work at a med spa in central Illinois and I absolutely love what I do. It's incredible. I I love my job. I am such a lucky person because I really am in a field that I adore. Oh, that's amazing. A mud spa. That's that's interesting. I have not heard of a mud spa, but my husband has been wanting to go for like a mud bath for a long time. So you do those? No, um, I, I must not have been speaking clearly. I work at a med spa. Oh, like did a you med- say a med spa? spa. <laughs> yes. A med spa, sorry. Gotcha. No, but I have been really interested in the mud baths as well. Mm-hmm. So your husband and I have that in common. <laughs> yes. I, I have been like, where can I find one of those? Where can I... Where can I find that? So if any of your listeners want to let us know, DM me on Instagram and let me know where (laughs) I can find a mud spa. Yeah, I'm going to have to pose that question, put that out there. Like, where can we find a mud spa? I I have seen them offered at like uh, this high-end spa. We didn't actually stay at the resort. We were looking into it, but that was because... That was really the main reason why we were even looking into it was because they offered these mud baths and we ended up not going. Uh, so that would be my guess is to like look into a resort that has a spa in your in your area, especially like, you know, one of the fancier parts of town. <laughs> yeah. And you might get lucky. Um, okay. But yeah, so aesthetic. Great. Would you say that every woman needs an esthetician? And if so... First of all, why would you say that? But secondly, how often should she be going, you know? Definitely. Every woman and man should have an esthetician. Everyone Mm. should. Um, A lot of times we, especially now, there's so much, and I know we will get to this. um, There's a lot that goes around on the internet, and you should be doing this and that. Mm -hmm. And so it's really great to have a person who just, knows what they're doing and knows that they under they understand like the products and the ingredients and 
the reasons that you should or shouldn't use that stuff or Mm -hmm. why that works for your best friend, but it probably will not work for you. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important for people to have a person that they can go to with that. It's also very beneficial to receive um, regular treatments. So a facial, just getting that dead skin off your face and getting some good nutrients in your skin. And then, you know, there's the other estheticians who do things like washes or laser hair removal. And that goes into a whole nother section of maybe you need that for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So definitely everyone should have an esthetician that they trust and that they can go to when they need it and get the advice that they need from a trusted source. Yeah, I can see how that would be very beneficial to have one person who really knows your skin and can recommend a good routine. And you, when you actually get into a routine of any sort, it really does much better for you than like, you know, sporadically trying this and trying that and like breaking out from this and having no results from that. Because I, this is something that I personally do. <laughs> and I see all these things like, you know, I'm a target fiend. And so when I go through the beauty aisle and I like see these masks that you can use or different types of face wash and I just like want to try everything. But knowing that it's much better to have a solid routine and then find something that works for me. Exactly. Yeah, that would be really helpful. So if there's a newbie, right? Newbies that come in to see you, what is the, is there one treatment that you normally recommend or do you actually do a like a consult and see what this person's looking for, look at their skin and go from there? Generally with a new client, we are going to figure out what they need. Also, if they do just want a facial, we are going to customize it to their skin. So it's just not a cookie cutter Mm. treatment. It's going to be customized to the needs that they have. And then also the same thing with skincare. It's not just like, oh, you have dark spots. So buy these like seven products and hopefully that'll help. (laughs) Because based on that person's skin, that might not be the seven products that they need. They Mm. might need three of those and three for dry skin and who knows, you know, and hopefully it's not seven products. Usually it's like (laughs) a couple. But yeah, you definitely want want to meet and get the customization because mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people are going wrong in their skincare is they're just trying a cookie cutter. It's not really the right thing for them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, well then that brings me to what is your staple glow regimen and since you're saying that it's kind of like you know a customized process that's good to know but um yeah just tell me about what what you do what do you normally recommend and how it works for you so i have two lines that i really love and they are both professional lines and they're both pretty affordable so the one is called skin script and i love their cleanser gets your skin feeling really clean, doubles as a makeup remover. So at nighttime, you don't have to do 
a double cleanse. You can if you want, if you, you know, wear a lot of makeup and want to take it all off and do a really good clean. You can, but you don't need to. The other line is a peptide line called Victoria Dion, and they use bioavailable peptides, which means they're immediately available for your skin to start using once you put them on. Your skin doesn't have to do any like processing or anything like that. So I use a collagen peptide. I use a muscle toning peptide and I use a repairing peptide. And then I like to top with a nice aloe moisturizer. It's really light and creamy and just gives my skin the perfect amount of hydration that doesn't clog my pores up, but also keeps my skin feeling fresh. Mm. And then during the day, SPF. Okay, so first question, what are peptides? So a peptide is um, essentially to say it in an easy way, what this is to, it's a message. It's a message to yourself. Hmm. So it's going on like a serum. So you're putting a serum on your face essentially, but what that serum is, is delivering specific messages to your skin. So Hmm. I'm using a collagen peptide. What it's doing is going to my cell and saying, hey, make more collagen. So it's delivering that message directly to the cell. It's not putting collagen on my skin. It's affecting at a cellular level the production of the collagen. Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah, that's isn't normally, that incredible? Yeah, that is. Because normally people buy collagen it's to add it to the skin, correct? Yes. Okay. And so when you say a muscle peptide, what's, what's the message so, that's being sent there? So the muscle toning peptide, it, what it does is it helps relax the muscles. So think about when you're squeezing your eyebrows together, when you're thinking, mm-hmm. and over time you start to get those 11s in between your eyebrows. Yes. That's because those muscles have tightened up and so they're pulling together still. So this toning peptide is helping relax those muscles. Mm so that you aren't getting that scrunched up look in your face those worry lines yes exactly yeah i probably have those a lot i have to tell myself to relax my face a lot (laughs) so that would be and that's a good that's a good daily practice Mm -hmm. is to be aware of what kind of facial expressions you're making because if you are just sitting there with your eyebrows, you know, pulled together for a long time, mm-hmm. then you are going to get those lines more quickly than if you're reminding yourself to relax your face. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So repeat those two, I heard two brands, right? Victoria Dion. Okay, Victoria Dion. And Skin Script. And everyone can get them from their estheticians or they can get in touch with me and I can get them for them. Um, we'll have to do a consultation because I won't, I prefer to sell product be, with a consultation right. because I don't want people using the wrong skincare. 
Well, that's really awesome, and that would be helpful. Are you able to do yes. consults, um, like on a video or on a phone call, or does everything need to be in person? I could do that. Okay. That's great. Um, let's see. So we just talked about your staple regimen. Anything that you really like that is sold, like, on a shelf, you know, something that you can grab from your grocery or your target or even you know like a sephora or something like that so you're a target girl so (laughs) better um we're aren't we all target girls right (laughs) i'm a level target um one of the better over-the-counter brands that i've experienced is pixie p-i-x-i it's an acute pink bottle with a green top and they seem to have generally pretty good products for over-the-counter they aren't too full of pork bloggers and filler ingredients. Mm. So that's one I would say, if, you know, seeing an esthetician isn't an option and getting on a professional line. That one definitely has shown from the products that I've looked at to be pretty decent. Okay. Let's yeah. See. Yeah. I always and like that's to... that target. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna check them out. I'm also going to, um, look into what you were saying too, though. I just like to get, you know, options on all levels. Um, because we all want to be glowing out here. And, um, (laughs) so I don't believe, I honestly don't believe that pricier makes it better. I've seen some people out here selling skincare that is very expensive and very full of junk. So, Mm more higher price tag doesn't always mean better sometimes it does but not always yeah how do you recognize junk in your skincare you know is there any one or two very specific ingredient that is just like a definitely stay away from that um you know off the top of my head i just the big one that comes to my head is if someone's acne prone they will want to stay away from squalene, which is a hot, hot item right now. Yeah. And for some people's skin, that is great. But if you're someone who's struggling with breakouts or has struggled with breakouts, that's probably one you want to stay away from. Just off the top of my head, that's the first totally. thing that comes to mind. I've seen that. And what about um, dark spots and hyperpigmentation? That's one that I personally struggle with because I used to break out a lot. Now I don't break out as much, but now I still have those spots from when I used to like pick at my face or pop pimples, which I know is a big no-no, but (laughs) it took me forever to start using that cream. So yeah. Yeah. So what you are going to look for and want to do is make sure you're using your SPF every day okay? because that's going to be huge in helping that. You'll also like a vitamin C to help brighten up but you'll also like something something with um, pigment inhibitors. So, you know, we have a glycolic and retinol pads with the skin script line. And so that has some pigment inhib- inhibitors that will help brighten up your skin and help get rid of those dark spots. So you'll want to start looking for those kind of ingredients. Gotcha. 
very good to know. You mentioned uh, sunscreen, which is obviously huge. What is the order in which you are supposed to apply sunscreen? So I always put my sunscreen on after my moisturizer, before my makeup. Okay. Um, and then throughout the day, I will just lightly pat some on over. I know a lot of people don't like to do that because it can mess your makeup up. Mm-hmm. So my big tip with that, if you're worried about it, make sure you're wearing a hat. Make sure you're if wearing you're gonna, a hat. Okay. Yeah. Cause the hat's going to shade your face. Yes. Makes sense. I've heard, um, people make a big deal about always putting on the sunscreen last, uh, because it supposedly loses its power or, or efficacy. You know, when you do it early on, would you say that's true or does it matter like how much SPF is in the sunscreen or or what? So there's a lot out there about that. I think the main important thing to really be mindful of when you're picking out a sunscreen is to pick a zinc-based sunscreen. I wouldn't worry. I, I just don't. I think if you're doing the sunscreen, that's a great thing. Okay. I would just more worry about getting a zinc-based sunscreen because that's physical and so it's going to last longer. It has a better staying powder, mm. power, excuse me. And so you will have better protection with a zinc-based sunscreen. Well, that's great information. I've never heard that. I mean, I've never heard of zinc-based sunscreen. So I need to look into that. Um, yeah, you'll find it. You can even find some at at Target or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of any brand. Obviously, SkinScript has it, but um, a lot of different brands now are coming out with the zinc lines. Most baby sunscreens are zinc-based ah. because they don't have the harsh chemicals. Yeah. So that's generally a safe option, and it'll say right on the bottle, zinc you know, whatever percent zinc oxide. Okay, cool. So it's easy when you're looking for it, it's easy to find. Great, great pro tip there. I would have never known to look for that. Um, all right, so Leah, I call bullshit. The I call bullshit segment. Is there any myth, one or however many you could think of, um, that... Women or men, you know, everyone, everyone needs to take care of their skin. So I keep saying women because that's like my audience, but anyone that people are like kind of following these days and buying into any fads that you have seen that you totally don't agree with. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) So a big one I've been hearing recently for whatever reason is that you stop producing collagen as you get older. Hmm. Now that's not true our collagen production does slow down but it does not stop and you can do things to speed it back up you can use products like the collagen peptide that i use you can have treatments done to help re-speed up the collagen production and bring it back to a more youthful state so saying that collagen stops producing is a total myth Mm. another one that Oh my gosh, this, I'm 
give me a second so I can climb up on top of my soapbox. Soap <laughs> uh, Take coconut time, oil. Ladies, stop putting coconut oil on your face. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> not the coconut oil. oil. It clogs your pores. It throws off your skin's balance and causes inflammation and premature aging. So you're doing the opposite of what you want to do when you put coconut oil on your face. The Uh only exception to that is a lot of companies now, because it became so hot and buzzy and all of that, they, there are a lot of companies now that use it within their products and they process it Hmm. in a certain way. It's not a bad, um, it's not a bad thing. You hear the word process now and it, it has a negative connotation, mm-hmm. but they will do a process on the coconut oil so that it is good for your skin. It takes those pore, pore clogging ingredients out, or not ingredients, but pore clogging properties out and makes it so that it balances within the product formulation. So if it's within a product, it's probably safe. Don't take it out of the jar and put it onto your face. Okay. <laughs> well, you said that coconut oil is not good. Are there any oils that are good for your face? Um, this one's going to sound a little crazy. Oh, God. But emu oil. Emu. And I would, yep, and be careful um, when you're searching that. There's certain companies. Get in touch with me, anyone, if you're interested. Um you don't want to just go buying any because you want to make sure it's ethically sourced and not harming animals and Mm. actually properly formulated and all of that. But Mm. that is really similar to our skin's own natural oils and Mm. it's super healing. We like to put it on burns and all sorts of stuff because it's super healing. Mm. And so that one is, one that I am okay with putting on your skin. Okay. Mm-hmm. I um, yeah. I was just thinking about. Oh, okay. So, my mom introduced me to like TJ Maxx and the beauty section at TJ Maxx, and um, you know, they. I don't know if you've have you been to TJ Maxx before. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you know how they have all this random stuff that they just pile in there, and so I'm always looking at all these different products. I don't know what half of them are, but I have seen a, what's like a glow oil is the best way that I know how to describe it. Does that, is that ringing any bells for you? Sure. And so what I'm going to guess is that a product like that is a blend and it's been formulated and tested in a, like in a lab somewhere so that it's good for your skin. Okay. Or we'll hope that it, was done that way so that it's good for your skin a lot and not all oils are bad generally the oils you're cooking with you're not going to want to put straight onto your face Mm -hmm. but something that's coming from a reputable brand if it's a glow oil or a cleansing oil I've used cleansing oils in the past and loved them Mm -hmm. so it just depends on your skin and your skin's needs and hopefully that it's a reputable company that's coming out with it the 
the bottle said that you wanted to put it on at night only. I believe it said like every other night for like the first week or two. And then after that, you can also put it on during the day. Um, have you heard of that before? Do you know why an oil would say to do something like that? You know, um, my only guess would be maybe there was some other like an exfoliating product and there may be like an acid, a glycolic acid or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. where you would want to ease into using it and get your skin used to it. Because when you're introducing something like that into your skincare routine, you do want to ease into it generally so that you don't end up flaking and peeling and all of that makes sense makes sense um well any other like do's or don'ts um for healthy skin that you can think of because i know you were really passionate about that coconut oil (laughs) and so (laughs) i just didn't know if there was anything else you wanted to throw out there um definitely i want to remind people who have acne prone skin make sure you're still using a moisturizer use a nice white one but you still want to make sure you're using it. A lot of people who have oily or breakout prone skin don't want to do that because they're thinking, Mm -hmm. no, I'm trying to get the oil off. But in the long run, you're just tricking your skin into making more oil because it thinks it has a shortage. So you'll want to make sure you're doing that. Obviously stay hydrated Especially now we're in summer, it's hot. We should be drinking more water than we were when it, you know, when it was springtime. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even in the winter, we want to make sure we're staying very hydrated because of that dry air. So always stay hydrated. Yes. When it comes to moisturizer, um, it's such a broad... <laughs> Thing. I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out like what, what my question is actually. Is there, because there are so many things out there on the market um, and maybe not everyone is using the right type of moisturizer or is there a quote unquote right type of moisturizer? Like, should you not be using your lotion on your face? You know, like <laughs> what exactly should we be aiming for when choosing a moisturizer for the face? I definitely would not use a body lotion on your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> definitely don't do that. And honestly, it's hard because everyone's skin's, skin's needs are different. So it's hard to just say one thing because I am all about making sure someone has the right thing for themselves. Yeah. So, and that's why there are so many out there because... There's so many different skin types out there Mm -hmm. and every company is catering to, so it's not on, it's not unusual to see a skincare line with, you know, four different moisturizers or whatever, because you are targeting specific skin types. Right. So I, I, it would depend on your skin type for what kind of moisturizer you're looking for, but don't use body lotion on your face. (laughs) Okay. I don't, I was just making sure that, you know, that was definitely out there. Um, because you know, we have people of all different ranges and everything, you know, I am a very basic skincare and I'm, I'm trying to step outside of that and take better care of my skin. Um, I do use ponds 
for the most part when it comes to moisturizer. But yeah, there's nothing too fancy about my routine. So I want to make sure that we're like hitting all the target marks here for everybody. Um, yeah. So what about food? Yeah. What about, you know, what we're eating? Anything particular that we should have stocked up on um, or, you know, stay away from when it comes to taking care of our skin and our eating habits? Definitely. So everyone it will say, do the leafy greens, and I'm going to say it too. Leafy greens, they're great for your skin. One thing that I've been on such a kick with recently is multicolored bell peppers. Hmm. I have just been obsessed with them. They have so much vitamin C in them, which is great for your skin. I like, I love eating those with some zucchini also has a lot of antioxidants. So that's Mm. been like my go-to recently. And obviously cucumbers are really good because they have a lot of a high water content. So they're hydrating foods to stay away from generally any food that's going to trigger inflammation. So we're talking dairy is a big one. Okay. Um, especially if you are acne prone or if um, you're trying to get rid of some of that irritated aging. So if your skin's kind of um, reddish and irritated looking, but Mm -hmm. kind of aging, that could be inflammation. So you'll want to stay away from stuff like dairy and overly processed foods and kind of cut back on that Mm -hmm. and just try to eat a little more clean. Yeah, that's definitely something that I need to do. Now that you've just said that, it's like really triggered me. <laughs> I really need to <laughs> be more mindful of that. Like the dairy, like um, my husband's really big on cheese and it's just, uh, it's like a constant fight with him to, you know, do the right thing in life. So completely understand and got you there. I will do better. Um, you said something that made me think of something else. And, um, oh, you were talking about skin and I started thinking about eye bags. Do you have any tips for circles, dark spots around the eyes or those annoying eye bags? I think that they're just, for me, I I don't know if they're ever going to go away. They might have just been something that was like passed down the family line. I don't know. It seems like anything that I tried, it doesn't work. So just wanted to know your thoughts. Unfortunately, oh God, no. a lot of times it's hereditary. No. <laughs> I know it's horrible because I feel you, girl. I've, I've got them too. Um, what I found, I have an eye serum in the Victoria D online that is unbelievably amazing for the eye area. Okay. That has been in, since I've been in the industry, the best I've experienced. And it helps, but it doesn't get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have treatments done that can help build up around that area or get fillers. Mm. But, I mean, a lot of times as far as skincare, if if you've had them forever, Mm -hmm. you probably will have them forever. Oh, gosh. You You can help alleviate it, but... A lot of times there's not a whole lot you can do 
you can improve it, but you won't ever. Mm. Well, I shouldn't say you won't ever, but <laughs> you, you may never. You're just dooming me to my eye bags. You will never. <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> it's okay. I just, I've, I've come to have just like a, a love hate relationship with them. Just, you know, Hey, I just try to find them as endearing as possible. My husband used to call me a koala bear because of my my eyes, which is, it was not fun. But all right, well, um, let's see. Any any favorites at your office when it comes to treatments that you guys perform on a regular basis? Maybe like the most requested or the most popular. Um, we have a custom facial. It's called an ultrasonic facial. It's a deep cleaning. We do a nutrient infusion with it. That is one of our most popular. I love adding microcurrent to it, which helps sculpt and tone your skin. Mm. That's a treatment to help sculpt and tone. So I really love the facial that introduces the microcurrent with it because it's a great anti-aging tool. So that's one of my favorite treatments as far as anti-aging, unless they're looking to go that extra step and do, oh, I love them all. Do I have to, <laughs> I'm just going to start listing off every treatment that I do. Hey girl, go um, ahead. Yeah, we do a radio frequency <laughs> treatment with the Venus Freeze and what that helps do, that's a treatment that will rebuild collagen. So that's a treatment. We also do an eye treatment to help build up the collagen around the eye area to help alleviate those circles. Mm. So I do love that treatment as well because that that does a lot of things. You can use it on your stomach. You can have it done on your stomach for stretch marks. You can do it on your arms for the little bit of flabby arm to tighten it up. So nice. it's really a versatile treatment. I might have to try that one. I, um, I've seen a lot on social media, one particular treatment, and I don't know what it's called, but it's like little needles are going into the skin. Uh-huh. And uh, it looks quite scary, but I hear that it is amazing. So will you tell me what that is and what that's all about? That is micro-needling or micro-channeling. Um, probably one or the other. And essentially what that needle is doing, it's working in the same, a similar way that the treatment I was just telling you works. Okay. This one uses heat, that one uses needles. And what it does is either of these treatments is going to trick your skin into thinking that it's wounded. Oh. And obviously with the needles, your skin is kind of wounded, although it's not a super traumatic wound so it's creating a wound response so your skin goes into healing mode and your skin starts producing more collagen and elastin when it's in healing mode so you're triggering your skin to create more collagen and elastin so that's a way that you can do anti-aging it's um they're great for like acne marks, helping rebuild that collagen and helping product go deeper with the micro channeling so that the, um, any targeted products you might be using. Now you 
generally won't want to use products right after receiving a microneedling. Mm -hmm. And whoever is doing your treatment would tell you this is what you use. This is they'll give you the aftercare. You'll know what to do when you're getting that treatment. But that's just kind of an overview of what that treatment is. Wow, sounds really involved. Is this um, a process that has to take place over a certain amount of time as far as like, how long is the healing? You know why I would think that would depend by the person. Mm. Um, as far as the treatment that I do, the Venus treatment, that is a no downtime treatment. So mm-hmm. you walk in, you walk out, oh. you're good. You go back to work. Well, that's really nice. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's one of the reasons that I love it so much is, you know, you do it once a week for six weeks and then you're good. Mm. You do some maintenance every few months just to make sure that collagen's staying producing, but you don't have any downtime. You're not having to take the day or the next day off work. You're just good. That's excellent. And after those six weeks, um, once the next time you might need to get another treatment, you know, how often do people normally do this? So I recommend my clients to have it have a maintenance treatment every season. Okay. So that's about every three months you come in for maintenance and just do a treatment. It's very comfortable. It kind of feels like just a warm little facial massage. Oh, nice. Yes. That sounds much more pleasant than what I saw <laughs> online. Yeah, they both have their benefits. Mm-hmm. They do both have different benefits. So there might be someone that, you know, the microneedling is better suited for them. And that would that will just depend on the person. Right. But it does sound a little more comfortable mm-hmm. than <laughs> the needles. Yeah. Although although I believe most people will numb. Right. Yes. That makes sense. Well, I've learned so much and it's been so great talking to you. Um, it has been a pleasure. <laughs> I hope everybody's been taking their notes because you dropped a lot of gems here. Um, I feel like I need to go ahead and make an appointment. <laughs> and it's excellent that you said that you do consults over the phone. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know if you do like any type of camera I don't know if you have to see the person's face or if they can just explain, you know, their... I would definitely need photos. Okay, photos. I would definitely need to see their skin. Gotcha. I would need good lighting, and and I would set that up with them as we figured out their skin needs, their schedule, what works best for them. But, yeah, I would definitely not make product suggestions without seeing a client. Great. Good to know. So if someone wanted to go forward and book a consult with you, how would they do that? Um, right now, the best way to get a hold of me would be just DM me on Instagram. I'm at Leah, L-I-A, Pappas, P-A-P-P-A-S. Or they can email me at skinsolutions2go at gmail.com. And that's completely spelled out right to go. Yes. Yeah. Great. Seemed a little, it seemed a little long for me to spell it out for everyone. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Skin solutions to go at gmail.com. Yes. Awesome. 
that is perfect and um yeah it's been amazing talking to you thank you so much again so great all right well there you have it how to achieve a beautiful summer glow with Leah Pappas. Again, you can find Leah on Instagram at Leah Pappas, L-A-A-P-A-P-P-A-S. Um, and if you are interested in that consult, go ahead and send her a message. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode as much as I have, and I will see you next time on The Glow Up. Bye. Bye.